now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Well, we had a choice, steak or fish. Yeah, yes, I remember I had this on you. How do you want that cooked? Not to a crisp or bloody as hell. You want me to hold the chicken? I want you to hold it between your knees. And to drink. And welcome to the Grabbing Lunch Podcast, the podcast where I go out to lunch with comedians, actors, artists, musicians, writers, directors, artists of all walks of life who are making a go of it in show business. So you get a chance to hear how some of your favorite entertainers are when they are not on stage, not on set, and not on Period. It is the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Welcome, friends. This is episode 62. We did it, everybody. Episode 62. Uh, listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Make sure and subscribe uh, on iTunes to make sure you get every episode every week. Episodes come out every Saturday. This is episode 62, my lunch with Eddie Pence and Thomas Fowler. At Panda Express. That's that's the place you go for lunch when you're a winner. So that is what we did, episode 62. Uh, make sure and go to grabbylunch.com. You can see pictures of these two guys as well as uh, pictures of other guests. Listen to previous episodes and all the good stuff. It's going down at grabbylunch.com. So I'm just going to jump I'm going to jump into it with both feet. My guests today... Eddie Pence. Eddie Pence is a hilarious comedian. You have seen him on Last Comic Standing. He has been on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He's been on Live at Gotham on Comedy Central and will soon be seen in uh, Comics Unleashed with Byron Allen. You can find out more about the man himself at eddiepence.com, E-D-D-I-E. P-E-N-C-E, EddiePence.com, and at Eddie Pence on Twitter. And Eddie Pence, I do this every week so that it's easy to keep track of who's who sitting around the table. Eddie Pence, the man, the myth, the Pence, sounds like this. And everyone else just looking at us like we're morons. And every time I make eye contact with Thomas or Matt, I would just lose my mind. Like, I couldn't breathe. I was like, I like it was the hardest laugh. For some reason, forbidden laughter is always the best laughter. I'm not sure why that is. And yet, it's ever so true. Uh, My other guest is Thomas Fowler. Thomas is a brilliant improviser and actor. You have seen him on The Office, Two Broke Girls, How I Met Your Mother. And uh, if you are in the Los Angeles area, you can see him perform at the I.O. West, the Improv Olympic West Theater, every Saturday night at a show called The Armando. Uh, It's one of I.O.'s longest-running shows, and it is hilarious, has great guests like Joel Murray and uh, Michael Bunin. Just look up iOS.com and you can you can check out what the show is all about. It's Thomas Fowler. And Thomas Fowler, he sounds like this. So I get out and they're like, 
are you okay? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I got shocked like once. They're like, no, you didn't. It's tomorrow. You got shocked a lot. Wow. I was like, what happened? They're like, you kept getting shocked. So what happened is, when I was going through, the wire was hitting me in the head. Oh. And it was pretty much shorting me out. Holy I would, shit. My face would fall in the water for a second. I'd get back up. I'd hit the wire again. It was shorting me out. I would go down. I'd get back up. It would hit wow. me in the head. Well, you know what they say, time flies when you're knocked unconscious by electricity. And you're going to be knocked out by this episode of the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. How was that for a dovetail transition? You can go to grabbinglunch.com, as I said, see pictures of the guests, listen to previous episodes. Uh, lunches include guests like Colin Hay, Helen Slater, Will Wheaton, grabbinglunch.com, uh, or mattknutson.com, M-A-T-T-K-N-U-D-S-E-N, or at Matt Knutson on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Grabbing Lunch uh, on Facebook.com slash Grabbing Lunch at Grabbing Lunch on Twitter. Be a part of what's going on. You like to eat. You like to listen to fun stories. Why not listen to people eat and share fun stories? I'm just saying. Thank you guys so much for the support. If you'd like to connect with me, shoot me an email. It is grabbinglunch at gmail.com. I read all the emails. I do my best to respond to all of them, and I appreciate your support. Okay, new episodes come out every week. This is episode 62. Eddie Pence, Thomas Fowler at Panda Express in Studio City. Let's see. doing sound about eight years ago. Eight years ago. But that's, that's what I did pretty much all the time. But it just ended up being, I mean, you know, I think when you audition enough, it's the only thing that you can do, you know. Right. If you were trying to, like, work at a bank and just like, can I, can I leave for three hours starting right now? Hey, no. No. <laughs> this, is, this is your job. <laughs> You can't go in. Yeah, you can't. What are you talking about? You can leave forever starting now. He's like, yeah, you can go and never come back. (laughs) Is that that what you mean? He's like, no, no, I didn't. No, no, I'd like to come back. It's going to be a plot. But chances are pretty shitty you're going to get hired again. Like, you're done. Because I'm your reference. They hired you once. And yeah, we fired you. And when you come back in, I don't know it's you. And they're like, yeah, you can't work here, man. You can't work here. We, uh, We We know your deal. Work history? Here. What if I wear a mustache? Some kind of disguise. Well, that looks really badly on me that I hired you again. That's that dude with the fake mustache. Fell for the old fake mustache rehire. All your social security numbers the same. Your boss is like, everything's exactly the same. Even your name is the same. (laughs) Except you have this fake mustache. I'm not hearing no. You know you are hearing no. Yeah, it doesn't even match your hair. You're like, yeah, this, this is, get out of here. You know you're fired for asking. Me. Blonde guy with black mustache. Huh? I'm gonna rehire you because part. of your balls. Yeah. You're getting rehired right now. It's like a mustache with the nose. What do you say? The you eyebrows. Know, I forgot to get a flannel. Oh, yeah. This is terrible. This was never good. No. <laughs>
just to give people a chance to talk shit. Well, all I said was how much we hate being this food. All I said was like, I hate how much I hate this food. <laughs> and yeah. But that's not your call. Like, and it catered your Super Bowl like, party. You're like, hey, man, where do you want to eat? Pick whatever you want. It's like, what place don't I like? <laughs> where do I want a free it's meal? Like, where, <laughs> where do I want something that's going to go right through me? <laughs> kind of a funnel place. If you feel better, we did make a dollar donation to the children's hospital. Oh, is that what she was saying? I had no idea what she was saying. I didn't either. I feel super racist because she was just like, ba 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 ba, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and now I, now I know what she was asking. Yeah, that's what she asked. No. She's like, do you want to donate to the thing? And I was like, mm, absolutely. Nah, I don't want any honey mustard. Uh, <laughs> I need this plane. I don't need any rolls. She's like, ooh. I like how if you can't understand someone, you automatically assume they're referencing honey mustard. No, yeah, I, was like, I was like, not a big honey mustard fan. I'm okay. You know what? I'm going to use that from now on. You should. People don't know what they're, they're like. Yeah, honey mustard does something right here. Excuse <laughs> me? How can you follow up with that? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll just ask they, you. They'll do the same thing to you. They'll be like, oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. That's not what it, okay. All right. Yeah. Would you like 20% off linens? No! I don't want to do this. It's like, because I'm out here, I'm just cutting back. Cutting back. Laying on. You're like, oh, it's coming back up on me. Yeah. Actually, last weekend, I hosted the St. Jude Children's Hospital Walk at Paramount. They had a, oh, uh, they had a yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the 5K. They, it was basically like three laps around Paramount. And it was like, I've done events with them before, but like when you get in that environment with all these people, there's such a temperature of people who are like feel like they're doing something great you know what I mean so like oh, it's a charity yeah, yeah. and there's kind of this sense of community that doesn't exist when people like that get together right. and there's not some altruism on the line you know because it's just the faces and everyone was just like this is awesome we're changing the world we're changing the world but it was it, we raised over like 300 grand and it was it was cool yeah, it was cool what'd you do to host it um, well, they had, um... Are you telling some, jokes? I didn't do any time. No, I was just like, they had, like, um, index cards with announcements, and, you know, so I did that, and then I came up and I interviewed various sponsors, like, one of them was, like, Kelly Blue Book, and, like, we have, a Lynn, you know, Dunbar from Kelly, so I talked to her about, had some patients and their families come up on stage, tell them what St. Jude's meant to them, and, and so it was, and then I did a lap around the, the, the Studio. In your suit and tie? Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's not, a, it's not a tough. That's what always kills me about those things up there. It's really just an excuse. I love saying that. It's just an excuse to raise money. Right. But to put the uh, the veil of working out. Mm. Like, oh, we're walking. Some they do those hardcore ones. I've done a couple MS walks. And they do one in San Diego where they like walk. From San Diego to like Huntington Beach, like they walk. Sure, that's what I can get behind. Like a weekend like walk. That's, like, that's pretty hardcore. But it's like the, the you heard the Warrior Dash? No. So the Warrior Dash is like this 
There's a tough well, Actually, let me stop you. I think I'm at it. Is there a gang uh, gets from Coney Island to yeah, Brooklyn Cole, Cole, as like, other gangs are trying to... <laughs> With bats. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it's like, the guy's like, clink, clink, I'm clink, clink. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Yeah, which uh, I read that was improvised. That was... I read in, according, according to the list I saw on BuzzFeed that they gave, gave him the yeah, bottles. Everything BuzzFeed says. Yeah. <laughs> They gave him bottles. They're like, do something with this. Thomas, like, it was in list form, so. <laughs> the, the Warrior Dash. No, I haven't heard of it. So the Warrior Dash is like, it's like the Tough Mudder, which is like this huge, um, it's like an obstacle course race. Yeah. yeah. But the Warrior Dash is a much, much, like, scaled down version where there's obstacles. It's only three miles, I think. Mm -hmm. Like a shoe in the road. Yeah, we're just like, oh, like a cone, or like a wet floor. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ooh. See how There's fast that ran around that? A wet floor in the road. There's a lot of extra construction. It's like that. It's like Shoot a, it it's a speed hump. You have to be like, oh, I'm going. Or they haven't posted like the speed limit in that area, so you're like, mm -hmm. I'm going to take this call on like 40. Mm -hmm. Get a little bit of air. <laughs> we just got a Florida over that thing, that's all. So it's all, so you go to this, this I, I went and did it, and... It's so, like, you're like, oh, first obstacle's coming up. It really was life at. Right. Like a wet floor. It was like a, <laughs> it's a <laughs> ballet. It's, it's really right. stupid. Where you're like, oh. Right. Like, Keep running. Okay. We're going to tickle you. God, try <laughs> running while you tickle. a regular size fence. It's like, get over it. It's like, I'd be like, get over it, soldier. Like, oh, no, get I'm over it. Yeah. It's like, I've been... I'm, I'm actually at the next obstacle. <laughs> I'm done. I'm coming back again. Yeah. It's like this is my second time through. It's just so sad. It's like people do they get the point where you like run through fire. Wow. And I think it was just like Duralogs. <laughs> On fire. You're like, this is like flame like that. Like Something I lay there with a lighter. <laughs> like it was just somebody trying to make spores, but there's not even enough heat. They're like, this I can't even it's a hot plate. He's gonna plate. eat a cold. He's, he's, laying, a cold. he's laying paper on a hot plate. He's got a magnifying glass. He's like, uh, uh. rubbing sticks. Give me five minutes, guys. Come back in five. Even ants are like, this is nothing. I'm fine. Totally fine. Yeah, I do want to do one of those tough mutters. I did do that. Did you? You <laughs> got electric. Holy shit! What happened? Well, there's a part where you like climb underneath and have these like little electric wires that hang down. And you're crawling through mud and water. And they they hang down and they like they'll zap your legs and stuff. And, like you'll hear people going through and it's just like they're like oh, and it's connected to a car battery. Right. So the bolts and it's it's on a pulse. It doesn't constantly go. It's like sort of like a pulse every uh, ten seconds or whatever. So I was climbing like you know, military crawling through on the elbow thing. You know, the yeah, elbow yeah, like, yeah, through yeah. the water, and I went. Me and this girl went at the exact same time, and then suddenly at some point, like I'm going through, and it's taking me a really long time, and I, I look up, and she's so much further ahead of me. I was like, this is crazy. She's your girl. What am I doing? I was like, I was like oh man, I was like, I'm paying bills. I'm like, killing this right now. I was like, I should be, I should have her on my back. Right. So then, like, I look at it, some, some point, some guy next to me is like, keep your head down. I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> so I finally, I finally get to the end, and my the people that I went with are standing there. They're like, "Keep your head down." And the guy who's running is like, "I turned." He's like, "I turned it off. It's fine." So I get out, and they're like, 
are you okay? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I got shocked like once. They're like, no, you didn't. It's tomorrow. You got shocked a lot. Wow. I was like, what happened? They're like, you kept getting shocked. So what happened is, when I was going through, the wire was hitting me in the head. Oh. And it was pretty much shorting me out. I would, my face would fall in the water for a second. I'd get back up. I'd hit the wire again. It was you were shorting me out. I would go down. I'd get back up. It would hit wow. me in the head. So the first keep your head down. No honey mustard doesn't no, use my interest. Excuse me. I'm honey mustard. A honey mustard. So I just kept. I kept getting knocked out. So I said the shit. first. The, there's like three or four rows. Uh -huh. So the first row I got hit eleven times. It kept wow. going down. And then the second one was like. There's actually a video of it. Wow. Of me just. It should be viral. In a, two, in a tutu just being like. <laughs> and they were laughing. Like it was so bad that even other people, like as we were running, running the rest of the race, people would be like, yeah. "Dude, were you okay?" Like, you, you were that the, guy. I was the guy. You were the guy like, that the other people, that strangers had a story about. Right. They're like, "This dude, this dude just like he kept trying to drown himself." Forty-five minutes. <laughs> it was such a long time. He just kept knocking himself out for forty-five minutes. Um, such a long time. Dude, it that's was, crazy. It was pretty terrible. But very funny. Oh, yeah. Seeing a guy get shocked in a tutu. Right. Over and over again. I still ran past the door locks like that, though. One second. Uh, it, was, it feels like, you know, when you like see an event or even when you like see something online and you see pictures of it or, or you like hear a description of it and then you like show up live, you're like, um, yeah. It's like a McDonald's. Right. Thing of like the commercial versus the real thing. Right. Mm. Except so Michael like, Douglas yeah. and falling down. You yeah. notice it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that, like, that's what the Tough Mudder, the Tough Mudder versus Warrior match. The Tough Mudder is actually like, tough. Yeah. Because it's, ten, I think it's 10 miles. Mm -hmm. There's real obstacles. It's that long? Yeah, it's that long. Yeah. We did it, we did it. It was like on a mountain, too. So I think we had to run up a mountain. And then the second. Actually, the first obstacle that we had to do was the ice bath. Mm -hmm. So it's this giant thing filled with ice mm. and like water. Mm. You have to dive in, and as soon as you jump in, your body's like, <laughs> and then you have to go under, like you have to go underwater to go underneath the lake. Barrier and somehow it helps. So the guy's like, go down, and you're like, boom. <laughs> you just like run. <laughs> that was the first time. Then you get out and you challenge someone else for the ALS. You're like, now I challenge Eddie Pence to jump in it. Do you get to jump in there? Wow, that's intense. I think the reason they had me do the uh, St. Jude is because I ran the LA Marathon for St. Jude. Like, it's a charity thing this year. And one of my agents is on the board at St. Jude. And so she just asked if I could come and do that. But there was no physical. Components, yeah. Did you do the MS thing? Did they have, it was like a fundraising thing? We did one at, I did one at Legoland. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, and we did one a five year old, too, so I mean, come on. That's perfect. Well, no, right? this is way before I had the five year old. I haven't done one since I've had the five year old. Right. It's a lot easier to hang out at Legoland with a child. Much easier. Yeah, <laughs> instead of being the guy in there. Hey. I have the runner shorts. Hanging <laughs> <laughs> at Legoland. You want to race? Where's your kid? Oh, kid. I'm here to win. I'm here to win this thing. That's your bird, sir. It's a walk. Huh? No, I was, uh, you know, I was given a vasectomy by the court. Wait, what? Is, what? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, I've been uh, castrated. <laughs> Voluntary. 
Because, well, you know. Because me and kids. I society. They are delicious. Like candies. What's that? Can you leave? Like, can I? I live here. I build a whole house out of Legos. That's it. It's like, what I do is I sneak in the bathroom, put my feet up, when they close the park, I run around. All the rides, I get to ride them. I mean, they don't work. why are you telling me? They don't work because they're off, but... I got imagination. <laughs> and I sit in them. You look trustworthy. I'm a cop. <laughs> okay. Hey, you gonna finish that hot dog? What? Oh, What's wrong with you, sir? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta give that guy for like following his dreams. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What's your dream? Live in Legoland. What's your dream? Want to be president of a bank? Yeah, well, your... Have a house and a car. That's it. <laughs> People that love you. Whatever normal life. <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan. I swear. I'm a dreamer. Driving home from that Juicy Fruit shoot, oh, yeah. I hadn't laughed that much in like forever. Oh, and I love was... laughing, but I don't really, I don't do it that much. We had hang a good, out with people that, we had a good moment. Though. We had a good, yeah, yeah. I ran into him again. Yeah. What's that? I ran into him again. Oh, did you? Yeah, there was some guy who, who will remain in this, but wanted to know how many commercials Thomas had shot. Because he's like, well, how many? Like, like, like 300 or something? <laughs> 300. I was like, what? Yeah, I do one a day. He's like, because I did the math. He's like, you're about 100. 150. 200. He did the math on you? No, no, on oh, himself. Like, himself. He's like, how many? He's like, like, I just did like, you know, I was taking inventory. Yeah, with my life. Is that, is, kind of, is that time in life where you're just like, see, where, where, where you been, what you've been doing? Stock of everything. I was just like, even if you did 200, and we, this is what made me laugh about it, it's like, that is 20 a year for a decade. Yeah. That is not how it works. Yeah. That is not how it works. No. <laughs> yeah. It really made So, like, Thomas was going off. He's like, hey, you see that security camera shooting me? That's a commercial. He's like, yeah, I just got to my girlfriend commercial. Just shot him real quick. Fuck about this couple. Like, that's not a commercial. That's not a commercial. Print ad. He's like, that. That's a print ad. What are we doing? Just traffic lights? Yeah. Did a commercial for traffic lights. What? No, this is. You got to pay the ticket, man. Now they sent me a residual check. No, that was. You have to pay that. that. Nope. He's like, no, that's my. Yeah. That's like three hundred dollars. I mean, like I said, you just spend three hundred. Like, I was like, "Can I get that for my reel?" And they were like, "No." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? I need that." But that's all right. I'll get the footage. It's fine. I shot so many. Most of my demo reel is uh, security footage. He's like, "My demo reel is a commercial." As well. It wasn't very so clear. Was it wasn't very clear anyway. It's like on the end of my reel. Yeah. Oh man. That'll probably be a butt. Because <laughs> I do stunt work. Because I can do it. Because driving. Shit, I can drive. Plus, I get a wet bump. That's a commercial. It was like it just just kept going. And we're not. And we were talking about that. We were not like not besmirching. It was just it. It's, and also too, it was like one in the morning. It was like yeah, he had just one thirty thir- in the morning. Chewing gum for hours. <laughs> but it was funny stuff that hit me at the right time, and I couldn't stop laughing at it was, all. So it was good. It was a good time. It was a rich vein. Yeah, we had that. Mm-hmm. Thomas, and I, Thomas and I had some good laughs. Yeah. Had some, like hearty. How did you guys even meet? How you, it's so random that you live in the um, same building and no improv. Well, because he lived in the building. <clears throat> Talk about it. Mm-hmm. We used to do improv a lot at Improv Olympic. And then uh, that's how we met. I love that. Harold team together. <clears throat> I don't know that. Called Big Shirley. Big Shirley. Big Shirley. Oh, is that still a, hanging a, up in What's happening? Yeah, it's in the back. What's that? Is that a What's happening? Yeah. Reference. Yeah. I think Thomas named him. 
He's a big short. We put a picture. Shirley Hemphill? Yeah, and we had afros. Yeah. That was our. <laughs> How crazy was that? Dick. <laughs> so yeah. nuts. And everybody's like, yeah, look at that. <laughs> and they Photoshop wizard. Mm -hmm. Surprised that I didn't. Yeah, more didn't happen with that. Yeah, that's my favorite. I love those laughs. Oh. Where you can't, even when you're not supposed to be doing it anymore. We got that. Yeah. We, we were hanging out with my buddy one time from high school. And uh, he, he lives in LA too. And we were talking. Uh, we came, we, somehow the question came up of like. Oh, what would you rather? Would, would you, you rather blow a guy or have a guy blow you? Right. If no, you no, had no, to do no, no, no. Kiss. Oh, kiss a guy. Kiss no, a, would you rather like, blow a guy or kiss a guy? Would you rather blow a guy or kiss a guy? It's like, I'd rather blow a guy. <laughs> it's less intimate. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? What did you just He's say? He's like, well, penis, you can pretend to something else. I'm like, no, you can't. You cannot do that. He's like, you it's pretend, a penis it's, in your mouth. All you can pretend is it's somebody else's cock. Okay? It's always a different, it's but it's a, always yeah. going to be a thing. Lips, you can kind of pretend. Okay, Lips, you could be like, oh. Or if they shave, this could be a woman. Yeah. So then we just... And then the whole night, literally, he said that like over dinner, and from like 7 o'clock until about midnight. Just we railed him, dude. and then it culminated with some like of him getting mad. Like we at the restaurant, we made fun of him in the car. We went back to my place. We're and all then, hanging out. That's where it, that's where it hit the peak. He's like, he was mad and made some made some joke about being like, oh, don't be mad. And I'm like, you know, mind pushing his head He's into like, my crotch. Right? <laughs> and I and we fell. Out. We lost. No, off my chair. Wow. What's that thing too of like a guy, like you know that when the guy's being like ragged on, big point. He's just like, come on, guys. And then you finally get to that one thing where he, <laughs> we that just could it. not. Right. Like to the point where I was like, I couldn't. He's at a ten, and there's an. There's like then I was just like, oh, we we couldn't do anymore. Wait, okay, now <laughs> here we go. Okay, I'm gonna just cry. Everyone's here to like. Trying to explain it to him being annoyed with us, to him sort of laughing with it, to him being really mad at us for keep going with it, to the point where he was just it's so... It's like the five stages of grief. It was, yeah, yeah. he went through everything, and then Thomas went, shh, 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 and motion, and I just... <laughs> I still, to this day, have not laughed that hard. I can't realize how I laughed. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was like, I, I couldn't was like, I couldn't think about it. And then like the problem was he was in the room too, so he'd be like, uh, uh. then you like look up and see him again. So there was like, hit. there was like one guy annoyed, our girlfriends, oh. and me and Thomas, and we're the only two laughing, just we're the dying, only ones that just dying. And everyone was just looking at us like we're morons. And every time I make eye contact with Thomas or Matt, I would just lose my mind. Like I couldn't breathe. I was like, I like it was the hardest laugh. That same like I, I didn't have it as that powerful, but like I like the last one I had like that was I was in Jersey at my buddy's house and I was dating this girl in Philly uh, who was a lawyer. She was white, so there's a reason behind this. So, like... I was just about to ask, was she white? Yeah. So I'm, yeah, glad, yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. That would have been weird like that, if I said... Right, like, she, was, dating like, like, she was white, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, so. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I was okay. like, I know what I'm doing. Anyway, go on ahead. Go, so, go on ahead. So, so, like, we all had dinner, and then I was helping my buddy get coffee. Uh, from the kitchen, we were sitting there, and he's like, he's like, hey, so, so she likes her, does she like her coffee black? And I was like, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally turns to me, he's like, 
really? And then I just start, I just start laughing. Because <laughs> it's such a, like, juvenile to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, she loves her blood. <laughs> she take her coffee black? She does take her black. <laughs> and just start laughing. So we just, like, start cracking up. Yeah. Then we, like, walk into the room, and they're like, what was so funny? And, like, he's got, uh, at that point, like a 14-year-old's daughter and like a 13-year-old right. son, so I can't tell him like the joke. <laughs> and then plus the girl's there and his wife, and then we just start laughing again. Because we're right. like, I can't tell you what's funny, which makes it even funnier. Right. I was like, oh. It's I a secret. Just, were they getting mad because you were laughing? No, they weren't because I, I mean, we were like cry laughing. Um, but I was just like, <laughs> even the girl I was dating was like, what is, okay, like at this point, what's funny? Right. I, uh, I was telling him that, like, that's not oh, funny. I yeah. was like, oh, no, it was <laughs> Nothing evaporates laughter more than an explanation. Once you're like, well, you're saying, but it's because why? I did this. I got, uh, I laugh. I, I guess, take it back. My wife and I, we used to do this thing where, like, and we're watching a movie or something, and there's some people were making out, or there was some kind of, like, love scene. I would, like, be sitting next to her on the couch, and they're, like, start to, like, you know, bring my leg over her, and kind of, like, put the moves on her. It's like, this feels like the green light. <laughs> and we did, we've been together for, like, a decade, so it's, like, teenager, infant, you know. It's like, they're doing it. Maybe we should do it. But she got so, she was like, you know, you do that all the time, and if it's not funny for both of us, it's not funny for either one of us. <laughs> You're like, oh, you should never have said that. Because <laughs> now it's so oh, yeah. really just. <laughs> you, now it's the funny she, she, she waited it out for a long time before she had to draw the line in the sand. And so we were watching a movie after we like had this talk, and um, there was a scene where they were making out, and I just listed in, and I started like laughing. And she could feel the whole couch shaking because my shoulder, <laughs> she, she got just as mad as if I put my leg over her. You're like, it's. You can't win. You can't win. I'm refraining from doing the thing, the thing that I think is funny. Because and I'm you still feel losing. Like, right. Oh, that's so good. It's not funny for both of us. It's not funny for either one of us. Like, that is just saying, don't ever stop doing this. <laughs> ever. It's true. I, mean, I think there is something about like doing stand-up and improv. It's just like, go with your impulse and, you know, you have your, your feeling about what's... Right, like, this is, this is, yeah. this is it's an educated laugh. It's not, you know, someone falling on ice. But what's what's terrible is, oh god, though. I remember my ex-girlfriend laughing once at a woman falling down these steps. We worked at a theater, at the Walnut Street Theater in Philadelphia. So like, we were working there. This, you know, they would let the show out. This lady was walking down the steps, and it just lost. Her balance and it just went down. There's like, but here's the thing: it's like, so it's a flight of steps yeah. and like a landing, and then another flight of steps. And this lady was like, oh, duh, 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 duh. hit the landing. Was like, oh god, more steps, shoe shot off. Like to the point where she went down the maximum number of steps. She was like, I can't even finish. I gotta finish all these steps. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out, babe. So she goes, I'm gonna half-ass the stairs. How many steps she fell down? All of them. All of them. So my girl, she wasn't even my girlfriend at the time. So she just starts. I mean, like. Not even, is she okay or whatever? Just right. laugh. Did your fork just break in the chicken? Uh, my fork just, if that says anything about the quality of the food, I put my fork into a piece of chicken and it broke off. Oh. So, That's not good. Yeah. Or is it? I was just <laughs> trying to find, find some it. way to derail your story. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Yeah. But the shoe came, so she laughed, started laughing her ass off. 
And then, like, the lady gets up and is actually okay, but then is, like, looking for her shoe. And she thought it was hilarious, too. To the point where she had, like, they had to take my, my ex outside of the theater. And she was laughing that, like, she was like, I can't stop. I can't stop. They gotta go outside the theater, I can't stop laughing. This is too, this is too much. Why'd they take her out of the comedy theater? Couldn't stop laughing. Like, just, yeah, we don't like, want those people in yeah, our theater. Like, I know. I, I, just know. Love, I just love her, like, not even caring if the lady was okay. She's mm-hmm. like, oh. that's always been her thing. She was always like, if somebody falls or whatever, it's never like, are you okay? Right. Good, now I can laugh. She's like, I'm gonna laugh. Someone should probably check on that. It's her I'm version of uh, shoot I'm first. I'm laughing until someone comes and helps you. <laughs> oh. Why don't you help her? Ooh, oh, I'm laughing. Ugh, so busy. Busy laughing. laughing. I tripped mm-hmm. once and like almost crushed our dog. Oof. She found that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Mm. You still do improv stuff, Eddie? No. Not so I'm, much. Every once in a while, everybody over at the improv theater down in Orange County and Thomas and I will go down there like twice a year. And, Mess around. I don't do it. I'd like to do it more, but I don't. Yeah, it's definitely like a circle of the, you know. You still doing that? Mm-hmm. I'm in a few um, groups, and they do kind of like offshoot. Actually, I did a cage match with my group L. Ron Jeremy, and we. Uh, we won 52 weeks of the cage match and retired undefeated. Wow. We went for a year and we're just like, all right, we're, we're out. You know, Where's the cage match? Is that I.O.? I.O.? Yeah, it was the, the Monday night cage match. It was like... Oh, Jerry Crush? No. no, it no, was no, with it was like, Oscar Herrera ran it. Yeah, what's uh, funny, I think he took over, we ran the cage match. Did you? At I.O. for a while. Yeah, we, we ran it upstairs and they moved it upstairs. They moved mm-hmm. downstairs and then we, I left and Joe took it over. Yeah. It was actually for the longest time he was still using the, the image that I made yeah. to promote the cage match, which was Triple H. It's Triple H. It's like K- I still have the t-shirt that we made. We made t-shirts for it. Cool. Like, I love the, like, these things. Like, yeah, this thing I designed with Triple H, which is definitely copyright infringement. Sure. Well, if you're going to infringe anyone's copyright, it's gonna be triple make H. a Triple H. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He was a... Uh, because there's no way to, to make it not seem like Triple H because he's no, built such a certain way. He's got this weird, like, yeah. he's got no neck. No neck. He had the it's hair wrapped point. Right. He was just like, it's Triple H. Right. Yes. Well, it's, it seems like the, the Triple H fan base and the in, improvised community, I, I'm not sure where the the Cosentia circles, like a lot well, of people. Well, we used to do the know. cage match in IO, it used to be wrestling themed. Oh, really? Yeah, like we, we dressed up as wrestlers. Oh, then wow. like people would also that was part of the bit is like we'd have fake wrestling we'd between the shows when the team's player we were attacking both salt and pepper <laughs> we'd have like actual fake wrestling happen like there was even one point where these guys when they started they actually did a table yeah. they had somebody smash through a wow. table wow. even though when you, they brought the table out you could see clearly where it was sawed <laughs> sure we're like guys you gotta turn the table <laughs> You want to be the heel tonight? Yeah, I'll be the heel. Okay, you, you know. We were a tag team that we thought no one could tell us when we switched places. Like the old Killer Bees used to be. Mm-hmm. Right. I had like a, I had a black mask, he had a white mask. Except we had... I think that's your um, Twitter profile. Yeah, no, I, but yeah, no, no, it's, it's a different wrestling mask. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, we would have that. We were salt and pepper. We'd always <laughs> come out. Our theme song was uh, It's Raining Men. 
<laughs> it would always be the wrong, it would always play it always some sort of song. like song that implied that we were gay and dating. Right. No, like, what are you doing? That's not the song! Play the other one! Play the other one! It's song two! Song number two, it's raining. I'm coming out. You're like, no! I want the world to know. Number two. Uh, We're big fans of the L LGBT, <laughs> LGBT, LGBT community. Yeah. Those were some good times, though. Oh, it was fun. The best. Yeah, when we were doing the cage match, we just got lucky in the sense of you know the IO has that bar out yeah. front. People would come to the show, but we'd be like two people, and then they'd get to know these other two people, and then it was like, hey, see you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week. And so it became the show became a scene, and what was it was this? way beyond. This was. 2011, 10? Who was 10, on that team? It was me, uh, Jonathan Kite, who is now, he's on Two Broke Girls, he plays Oleg, the chef. That's how I know that guy. Yeah. I actually met when I went, I was on that, met him. Mm -hmm. He's like, I've seen your commercials and stuff. Yeah. Like, 300, right? Like, 300 commercials? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this yeah, conversation is me shooting a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> like, mind if I, mind if I shoot this? <laughs> <laughs> what? But we won't me, get paid, don't worry. Uh, Jonathan Kite, Steve Benequist, Seth Shapiro, Adam Reno, and Josh Waters. There were six of us. It was Al Ron Jeremy. Well, this is so fun. Because, you know, it's like, the show was free. Yeah. It's like 11 o'clock at night. And yeah. We had a run as Big Shirley. I think we won like 10 in a row or something like that. Yeah, which is really close to 52. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. really close. We had a conversation around somewhere like 48 or 49. And we were just like, hey... What, what if we just, we want to also um, preserve the spirit of it, of just like, hey, people can stay time and, and, you know, come up and, and do shows. So we didn't want to be the guys who were just like clogging and, you know, and being nasty. We were like, hey, if, if we make 52, let's just, let's hang it up. So the last show was a big party, like, like people who came to the show, like, brought us a cake, and it was a whole, wow, it was really touching. Like, a guy made t-shirts and, like, signs and stuff, and... The team that we played against were, were a couple of instructors from the theater who were just like, hey, let's, let's you know, go do a show. But it was, um, it was honestly one of the highlights of my life and career was that, that little run. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. I feel like some teams have gone like 70. Mm -hmm. and there was a team that went 70 and there was a team at UCB that went like... Hundred? Wow. Maybe. Well, back when we did, no one like the longest run was like fifteen or twenty or something like no, that. No, I think ten. Like we we were close to getting. No, we were close to just winning the like things that we were doing. It was like you went ten, right? And then you'd be like, you you won the cage match, great. Mm -hmm. and then it would reset. And we were get, close to winning. We were close. We to lost. Getting, yeah. We lost the last night because back then, what would happen is nobody would want to get to ten. Right. So then ringer teams would come yeah, in. They'd make a big ringer They'd be like, they'd be like, oh wait, you guys were there are ten? Okay. And they're like, we would have instructors would show up. Right. <laughs> just like <laughs> just destroy you. Instructors and then all their friends and they Right, they would just come in and like all these teachers and be like, oh, I guess we're done. Oh. Um, it was stressful too sometimes because I missed like a few shows just being on the road. Did, did we win? Yeah, did we like, win? At like one o'clock, I'm sending texts from like you know Colorado. <laughs> we did not win. You're out. It's yeah. so fun. Like, it's still a good. It's the best. It's a fun run. It's nice to have a show for a regular time slot for a year. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't really have to do it. I mean, you do promotion, but not in the, in the sense of like. It takes on a life of its own. So well, it's a cage right. match, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> It does when people start getting involved or like we want you to keep winning. Yeah. So we'll keep coming. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, like one of our last shows, I think Jonathan just had booked two broke girls, so like all the producers came, and it was a whole, you know, scene. So he's all right. She's been for four years. Yeah, yeah. I just went last week to a taping. Just because I, uh, another friend of mine, Deborah Baker Jr., was like a guest star on it, and she's like, and then she took a picture of the two of them together, she, and they're like, how come you haven't come to a taping? I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go on. So that's fun, you know. I actually, he, he put me like, or whoever was handling the show put me like in the front row, like right on the rail by the sets, oh. and I was just like, um, is there something on the back wall, preferably in the shadows? Because I will services. Like, yeah. So I found one of the guest services people. I was like, would anyone want to switch? And she came back with a guy who was just like really like, <gasps> are you kidding me? Right in the front. Yeah. For eleven hours. Oh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait. Eleven. Eleven. I'm gonna laugh all the time. We were really, really need my last right now. I can't go to the bathroom. So, I stayed for about three hours, you know. But when I first moved to town, I would go to like, uh, I signed up for Audiences Unlimited. I didn't go to these sitcom tapings just because I had like no experience at all. I'm just like, what is it like to go to a taping? So I think they give you like $30 to oh, watch right, the Bonnie weird. Hunt show. Plus, like, yeah. Comics Unleashed was a paid audience. Yeah. How did your, did your set go? We didn't really talk it about it. It was fun. It was good times. Comics Unleashed? Yeah. But it's like, I, there's a difference. Like, that's a part, I think it's the first time I've ever been from a paid audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they act way differently than a real audience. Like the real audience is there, like they laugh, like they laugh because they're enjoying themselves because right. they want to be there. Like the paid audience is like, this is our job, so we're going to applaud at everything and not laugh because we feel applauding the stronger. So it kind of screws up because every joke you're getting on applause break instead of a laugh. Right. So it totally screws up the timing. Right. And you're sitting there waiting, like stop applauding, <clears throat> just laugh. It's very strange. I've never, I've never been around that. I understand now. I found I was, I was, I think I told you this, like yelling out the last line yeah. of a joke just because like, it's not going to get any louder than this, here's the last thing I'm yeah, going to say. You got to say it because you're like, oh no, it's, I don't want to buy around to cut me off and go on a neck, I got to get my, I got to finish my joke. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Really and I was actually sitting next to Byron because it was like, they had the four chairs. Yeah. And you're sitting I was, just I immediately sat there to too, his too. left. Yeah. And like, we're coming back from commercial and I was like clapping and people were, you know, and he, and he put his hand on my leg and he's like, oh, don't clap, don't clap, don't clap. Your mic don't clap. Yeah. And he's like, he's directing the whole thing. Oh, the whole time. While he's in the chair. He's like, all right, applause, applause, here we go, and we're back. Or like he'd say something and wouldn't get a laugh, and be like, okay, applause, 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 applause. Yeah. Like, you're just like directing your own applause. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then he looked at me one time, he looked at me, and he asked me the other guy's question. He's like, so, how long have you been living in New York? And I'm like, I don't live in New York. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, we're going to start over there. Applause, applause. <laughs> so weird. It's, it's very strange. Did you go into uh, there? He like tapes these other sitcoms and stuff too. And yeah, it was in the Oval Office. office. In the Oval Office. Yeah. Was it's, it First was Family? It the or first something Family. Like that? And, uh, is that a show? It's a he show. tapes all these sitcoms and sells them in syndication. So he just sells them to different markets. It's not like broadcast. Right, but, but it made it sound like you're like, it's like, hey, did you just like go walk on another set? You do get sitcom. But I mean, like, he actually it's filming and you're like, you're just like, hey, how are you doing? I'm in this one now. Right? I'm in this? Okay. Oh, great. This couch is a car. What's my lines? No lines? Okay. <laughs> This guy's is a guest star, right? Whatever I want to do. IMDb. This is a commercial and a TV show at the same time. Right? <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I'm in Hunger Games. All right, great. All right. I love this. Yeah, they had different sets, and you could just like kind of freely walk around. They, they weren't really working in any of them. He's got an interesting empire that he's built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just say, like, this, no. this empire that you don't necessarily know about. 
Absolutely. And yet multi-millionaire. Yeah. You, know? you walk in, there's just like four different sitcom sets, and then the comics on each set. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, like name, name four of his shows. I'm like, I, I can't. Yeah. It's like he wanted to be Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry. Yeah. He really, he, he really was. Yeah. Yeah. I think, he, uh, I think Tyler Perry just got famous with the movies, and then that sort of... Well, no, but Tyler Perry was like big. He used to do the uh, theater circuit way back. Like, that's how he started off. He started off doing theater shows that then he turned into those movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, he built the up Medea a whole... character. The Medea character. He built up a whole... Because my sister, which is great, shows how different we are. Like, my sister owns... Like, the Medea movies? Owned the, uh, the Medea movies. Which, like, blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Totally well, you bought it for... For her for Christmas, so I mean, it would explain. Oh, man, yeah. it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like children. <laughs> like children. Children? Oh, so Good afternoon. Right. He's like, oh, he's children. Like, oh. <laughs> Just talk. He's like, it's funny how we can't speak right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. We're perpetuating us there. I know we ain't children. Uh, now what are you gonna do? Me? Just to help. Thank you. I'm glad you asked. You <laughs> answered like, that question. Hunt down white men. Right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Just terrible. Just yeah. hunt white women. Just hunt white women. <laughs> That's a perfect way to do, like hunt. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, like meet and, and get to know? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I mean infiltrate. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Uh, totally awful. What is your so you didn't open your fortunes? Oh yeah, hey, good call. Your Panda Express fortune. That um, is your sensitivity is an asset. Yeah, that's not. That's a call. It's your sensitivity. It's your sensitivity. Sensitivity's calling. Uh, you have an ability for accomplishment. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of right. fortunes in my time. This is about as vague as it gets. But that's not a fortune. No. It's just an attribute that could be laid on anyone. Right, it's like an, it's an attribute. Yeah. My, you can convert oxygen into carbon like, dioxide. Like, you use water to stay alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, at first yeah. it was... No, 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 no. You are a carbon-based life form. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I can't argue with that. You get eight hours of sleep. You function at a higher... <laughs> These are... <laughs> The guy writing these is lazy. Mine, mine is an actual fortune. Looks like good news is coming your way. Mm. But then it gets a little bit, it's like, it will be here any day. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I'll wait. You know that thing <laughs> that you've been excited about? It's coming together. It is? It's like, that stuff that you, remember that thing you wanted to get? Yeah. It's going to be there. It's coming. <laughs> when? You know. You know. It'll be there. Ask the panda. Yeah, ask the panda. Are you sticking around or are you hitting the road? Where did you go on your tour? I just basically went to, I just did the Carolina Comedy Club. Oh, that's right. I didn't really, I just went on the, I, I, I can't go on the road for an extended period of time. Sure. Just because of the kid. Daddy-o. And it's not, the money's not great, so I just went for, I, I usually go for a week at a time. Right, I think that helps. I couldn't do the big, the big tour like you did. Well, I was only, I wasn't even gone for like a month. I was just out, you know, for, for a few weeks. You, went to, you did festivals, though. You went to a couple... You went um, to the Colorado... Went, yeah, I went to the Colorado one, uh, the High Plains, the kind of drove... Is that a good gig. festival? 
It's really great. Really? Yeah, it's really, really, yeah, it's really fun. A lot of good times. Andy Jewett and uh, Adam Cape Holland. That's their, that's their joint. Yeah. Where the, where do you play the clubs there, or did they have bar shows? Um, I did probably. Theaters? They had bar, bar shows, clubs, theaters. I did a, a podcast at like their, like this downtown convention center. This uh, is your tour. This is the tour. Really that you were talking about. Um, I did a, like a storytelling show at some rock bar. I did a pub trivia show. It was, it was really interesting. There was like six shows, but all of them were like different. Those are huge. It's weird how like storytelling shows are gonna be so mm-hmm. weird, like because the moth started and then it's like Kevin Allison's Risk. We were talking oh, about that. Oh yeah, yeah, Risk. Yeah, yeah big fan are you a storyteller? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean in a way, yeah. But I'll like tell like a specific story first, a specific show. But it's I don't think my act is generally telling stories. I feel like they're usually like the, a lot of the storytelling shows are themes. Like you know, tonight it's about yeah. Right. I mean, like risk, I know will be like uh, scared or right. you know, heartbreak or whatever it is. And you tell a story sort of based off of that. Right. That right. Like, so so many. I like them too because unlike like a, a bit or like a joke or something you're doing, you're like, well, I actually have this this thing about gas prices. That's my. It's just like no, you have a story like I went and volunteered at the Special Olympics and this happened. You know, no one else is gonna like. You don't have to cover your material, right, right, right. you just like, you know. Just tell a story. Yeah, they're just good. tell a story. She like them off. I think they're gonna have one in LA's. Mm-hmm. That's vague enough, right? No, no. It's like they're gonna have one, they're gonna have one somewhere in California. There'll be another one. will be another one soon, sometime. Like, how about that running fortunes? I was like, just doing like, that. Just like, like, like Panda Express could use a new fortune yeah, writer. Some guy walks by and he's like, hey, you uh, got a new like fortunes? <laughs> Let me give you my number. <laughs> I might someday. Right. Uh, in my future. Actually, Do you ever stop uh, writing fortunes? <laughs> I was like, Do you have an ability, ability for accomplishments. That's my fortune. It's like, oh, That's I actually, just had it. It's kind of yours. You guys know you're supposed to like eat a little bit of your cookie before you read the fortune. You can't just crack it open and read it right away. You're supposed oh, to like, take a little bit of it. You have another fortune. Yeah, you know what? I wasn't too pleased with my last fortune. It was a little too vague. It was a little too... This one's gonna be like what the last one said. <laughs> you are impatient. Okay. This is the fourth. If we had a fourth joining us. <laughs> you wanna read that, Eddie? Next summer you will dance to a different beat. Oof. That's scary. <laughs> I think that's also the log line to like Dirty Dancing 3, you know? Havana oh, Nights covered, you know. Havana Nights. It's just like uh, the ghost of Jerry Orbach. Comes back and is still. Uh, I like it. Fan of nights. <laughs> Dirty Cuban, dancing to the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> Did you see? I didn't see it. Is that what it is? No one puts video. I don't know if anybody saw it. I don't think it was. was it even Jennifer Grey? No, it was not. No. Jennifer Grey goes to Cuba. They would let her in the country. <laughs> you look Barbara. different. You look way different. You're not Jennifer Grey. You got the nose job, and suddenly you are. Indefinable. Take away the thing that makes you you. <clears throat> yeah. Um, who was that woman who spent all the... Renee Zellberger. Yeah, thank you, Renee Zellberger. She looks a lot different. And Does she? Yeah, I, I think so. Because she always had that, like... Um, she just, like got I just, she I, just got her I, eyes done, right? Is that what they said? Uh, I don't feel like she looks so... I mean, like, it looks like she... Like, almost like lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. 
but she looks like skinny. But I don't think she looks so, so different as everybody's made them now. I just remember thinking that she always looked like she just kind of like, like bit a lemon, like has that kind of like. She had the pucker. And then she had like a pouty face. Yeah, and I went away. Now her face is just open. I think she's gonna be okay. Just think face. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see her at this Panda Express in Hollywood anytime soon. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't think I'll be at this Panda Express anytime soon. <laughs> this feels like a good way to say goodbye to Panda Express. <laughs> this is was the sign-off. This is the sign-off? Oh, that's funny. You could have stepped it up and went to like P.F. Chang's. Well, I mentioned birds. Oh, birds. I've been birds forever. Birds is pretty crazy. Because those are two places we always had lunch. We right here. next to the UCB, so there's a lot of foot traffic all the time. Was good, like, that was before UCB was there. Yeah, that's back when I used to be. I forgot the name of the theater. I remember trying to get a job at Birds. I first moved to LA. Go to Gelson's Market. They were like, yeah, no. But what about my desire to work here? <laughs> like, no, that's, no. That's great. Yeah. What if I just show up? Show up. You can you can run food. We're not gonna pay you. <laughs> you like in the kitchen? No. Will you feed me? God no. Get out of here. What's wrong with you? You're the strangest person I've ever met in my life. Hey, see you guys tomorrow. What did what, 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 what say? How'd you get a uniform? He's <laughs> got jeans and black shirts. It's not that hard to come by. <laughs> Different than wearing a whole Domino's outfit. I was like, <laughs> "What's up, guys?" It's like, "Hey, guys." Can I borrow your, your uniform? Can I your car? It's a jeans and a button-down shirt, guys. It's a white shirt. You don't even have a car. You're fired. You don't even work here, enough. Yeah. Like, right. right, you can't fire someone who doesn't work here. <laughs> That's the genius of my plan. <laughs> Call the cops. It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. Oh, I don't yeah. want to drive to Santa Monica. You should start now. I will. I will go. Um, at Eddie Pence on Twitter. Yeah. EddiePence.com. ThomasFowler.com. I like go to, go to ThomasFowler.com just to see whose website that is. Right. It's not mine. <laughs> dot edu. No. Dot biz. None of that. Yeah, you're doing fine without it. <laughs> if I could avoid it. Over 300 commercials. Yeah. Doing 3,000 commercials. I say it all the time, if I could avoid half of the social media that I do, I probably would, just so you can be like, eh, but... It's too much. Yeah, I, I, and also, too... I don't I, even use it. I check way. stuff when I don't even care. You know, you're just like, eh, what, well, I better just, who's doing Twitter, what's going on? You know, it's, I don't know, kind of sad in a way, but most comedians that I know are like that. I was checking their, like, app replies and Facebook Oh, to see if anybody got Yeah, right? see if anybody, yeah. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no favorites. No favorites. favorites. I was like, oh, eggs. Like, <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Where's the joke? That's like, my favorite huh? thing. Eggs. Yeah. They're funny, right? Scrambled or fried. Hard boil an egg. Huh? Like, what? It's not even a joke. It's just like <laughs> you eat nonsense. Eggs from chickens. Good, good, good. What? That's a hard poop. What are you talking about? That doesn't even have like reproduction ones. <laughs> Eggs aren't poop. Eggs are like, oh, chicken poop. Oh, chicken poop. No, oh, that's not what an egg is. Thanks, guys. <laughs>And just like that, episode 62 of the Grab the Lunch podcast. Thank you again to Eddie Pence and Thomas Fowler for hanging out. 
find them online, support them. A high tide raises all the boats. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Go to grabbylunch.com. Click on all the various click-onable things and go nuts. Go to mattknudson.com. Also, go, go nuts, I guess. Thank you guys so much for listening. New episodes come out every Saturday. And in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, who, a quick little anecdote here, I just shot a comedy video for his new joint ADD, which is all deaf digital. It's a Fifty Shades of Grey parody. But I went to their offices and Russell Simmons was there. I was like, oh man, it's I, mm, Russell Simmons. In the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalivari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado with technical support from Isaac Miller. 